0: And I'm the founder of Because, and through this series, we'll be shining a light on some amazing people and organizations making incredible impact for people and planet. First up in the series is the Morvire Sailing Project, and I'm about to talk to Matt and Vicky Burrow leading the project. So sit back and enjoy. Hello, and welcome to the first podcast in the uh, Because Impact Matters series. Um, I'm In the beautiful harbour town of Foy it's a glorious day slightly breezy but the sun's out lots of people around grabbing pasties and ice creams I'm just waiting for Matt um, one of the directors and founders of Morvar sailing project Um, just waiting for Matt to pop across in the dinghy pick me up and uh, looking forward to going across and spending some time with the guys on the boat and uh, finding more about Morvar and how they've got to where they've got to. So I can just see Matt now. Coming across from the dinghy. I think that's Matt. I hope that's Matt or I'm waving at the wrong person. Yep, I am actually waiting, waving for the wrong person. <laughs> so uh, no sign of Matt just yet. Yeah. I lied, it is Matt. Hello! Sorry? I never say no to a pasty. I'm gonna run and get them. Are you sure? Amazing. Like line or just, uh... can, yeah, I'll grab a line. <laughs> got it, got it, that was a good. <laughs> oh, All right? Yeah. Cool. You okay? Yeah, good, you? Yeah. You're on. Ah. We're recording. Oh. We're going. Are we live? Yeah. We're not live, live. <laughs> what a day. Glorious, isn't it? It's not bad. i just realized I put the pasties in a slight puddle. No one wants a soggy pasty. <laughs> so we might have soggy pasties. But. Hello! Hello! How are you, Vicky? Yeah. You alright? Yeah, how are you doing? Yeah, good. Right, I'm here on the uh, Moorvars Sailing uh, Project boat, Um, the Helen Mary R, and uh, we've got Matt and Vicky here from the project. Um, It's great to see you guys, how are you? Very good, good very good. Good, good. Enjoying the sun, sitting in foys,
1: very nice. We've only
0: only spent about the last half an hour trying to work out how to do the (laughs) mic. We're good to go. Right, so um, do you want to just start off by just talking a little bit about who you are, obviously, and, and kind of why we're here in Foy today and, and um, a little bit about the background to Morvar and then we'll kind of get into some detail. Yeah. We go along.
1: Yeah. So, um, husband and wife. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, sure we, yeah, yeah. <laughs> still, still.
0: <laughs> <good>. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> even even um, after 40 days at sea.
1: Yeah. For, 49 days <laughs> 49. at sea. Yeah. So, um, yeah, we're still a sail training organisation. We set up in 2010. Um, bought, Helen and Mary are from the Rona Sailing Project and initially operated out of Plymouth. Um, in lockdown we moved down to Foy or just the first lockdown, just literally between the, the end of the first lockdown and then the next lockdown. Um, came down to Foy uh, and then we have been sailing from here ever since, so from 2020 onwards really. Um, just completed around Britain um, with six seven seven young people, seven young people. Okay. um which was absolutely amazing so where you find us today is tidying the boat and getting rid of all the dry goods and all the food and all that sort of stuff um
0: and you're you're a cic aren't you is that right? we are it's yeah a community yeah. interest company
1: yeah um, have been from the start yeah um interesting model it's been great as a director to be able to choose the direction of where we go and not there's only two directors, so it's, it's actually really quite a nice way of being able to operate because you don't have a huge board of trustees. However, we did find certainly in Plymouth, less so here, but certainly when we were operating in Plymouth, there was a lot of kind of what the hell is a CIC and why you know, are you mugging me off for <laughs> money kind of thing, excuse the French. Um, so there's a there is we we did find certainly a lack of understanding around CICs when we first started, but
0: what, and you was that do you feel that that was locality based that was I don't peculiar or just a thing it's uh, just people I think, don't generally understand it
1: i think it was certainly when we first started it was a generalized kind of people didn't really understand what cic was and when you have to explain to people when you're fundraising how a cic operates it, it already you're putting barriers in the in in the place however now i, I don't think there is an issue i think there's
2: I think it's more known about now. Yeah. I think when we first started, that was quite a while ago, wasn't it? Yeah. 2010. Yeah. I think there's been a lot more um, discussion about CICs, and I think a lot more people know that they're charitable. Yeah. Like they're charitable organisations that do the same work, but they just have a different structure. Um,
0: Okay, so um, so you set up as a CIC, and just talk us about back through kind of the initial setup and, and kind of how easy that you found that. And, um...
1: yeah, that was yeah. So and why, um,
0: and why a CIC? Why did you why did you not go for like a charity or? A...
1: So uh, reason for the charity is when we were looking at setting up the project, we didn't have access to a board of trustees. Essentially, we didn't have access to a group of people that were happy to take on the risk of operating a sail training vessel um not financial risk but more the you know we are taking young people offshore out at sea you know there are risks involved in that so that that would have been a big ask straight away so it was just easier to have a model that you could run and make decisions instantly as a director so you didn't have to run things through boards you know you could you could see an opportunity and just run with it rather than have to so that's kind of why not the charity model to start off with um and yeah so that's yeah
0: okay and um so you know you've been operating since 2000 and, 10. It, 2010 yeah. and there's been lots of ups and downs I'm guessing sort of like throughout that period. There <laughs> certainly has. You've just finished yeah. with an amazing trip. Yeah. We'll talk more about the trip in a minute but just talk us through some of those ups and downs along yeah. the way without so, giving you know whatever.
1: There certainly have been up and, ups and downs yeah so it's we ran. It's been a journey hasn't it? It has been a journey yeah we ran for three years um, so bought the boat um, incorporated in January 2010 Uh, managed to secure the loan uh, a bank loan to buy uh, the boat Um, that process of going through the bank loan um, took what felt like forever because it wasn't until June that we were able to actually purchase the boat Um, so that was quite a stressful process just going through that bank loan process Um, obviously putting indentures on on houses and that sort of stuff And then we ran for three years and then the rigging that holds all the masts up um, was basically, we were told overnight that that rigging had to be replaced and that was a cost of 15,000 pounds. So instantly we were not able to operate and had to stop operations. But of course we were then not earning the money that we needed to pay the bank loan back. Um, So that was our bank pool support. So we then had to stop operations it got awfully complicated, um, and then we, by the teeth, by our teeth, were able to keep the boat. Um, it took four years to then fundraise we fifteen. Yeah, so vi- yeah. Go we, on. Sorry.
2: No, we moved aboard, so um, we knew that. Well, yeah. <laughs> we moved aboard, really, basically, so that uh, yeah. we could pay the mooring fee rather than our rent. So we, yeah. Yeah, we, we paid for the.
1: Yeah. So there's been
0: quite a bit of personal sacrifice yeah. along the way.
1: Yeah, yeah. So yeah, obviously when the bank pulled support, they wanted their bank loan back, <laughs> um, and what came with that was obviously having to sell a house. So that was that was a pretty horrible situation. And that, to be That's in.
0: A, that's a that's a really obviously a really tough thing. But also it's not something that many social enterprises will be familiar with. You know, a, a lot you know are set up with bits of funding that they get, or you know, a yeah. grant. Um, and to actually have your kind of whole personal life sort of you know intertwined with the with the cic is is um yeah it's 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 complicated and i I think particularly with a boat a boat's very different to a lot of other assets yeah it it, it constantly depreciates doesn't it absolutely Um, every time you take it out to sea something's going wrong isn't it yeah um so there must be some sort of huge challenges in all of that trying to finance that and trying to keep that going yeah pay the bills pay yourselves yeah Um, yeah
1: well we i i was able to take a wage the first year we operated and then i've not taken a wage since so um yeah it's it's never paid its way um and it certainly still doesn't pay its way so but yeah some would
0: say why do you do it well
1: we do it because well i quite often ask myself this question (laughs) um but we the young people that we take sailing and the difference that you see in those kids and then when you're at your darkest moment and you're kind of going right that's it i'm done i can't i can't push any more i can't put any more money into it i can't and you'll knock into the one of them on the street or one of them will send you a message or you'll just or a parent or, a parent or... or
2: something. something always happens that mm. kind of just it's just
1: and they say timing, what they've got out of it, it. Yeah, yeah. or they'll go no keep going you can do it you can do it and that kind of gives you a bit of energy to kind of keep going and and like you're seeing the kids that the, the, the britain that we've just done they've been all for 49 days they've just and hearing from a parent literally four days after they arrived and hearing how that parent saw their child now and how more confident that parent saw that young person and how just amazed they were at the difference you know that's that's what keeps you going and it is and it sounds cheesy but it it really it really is yeah. it's yeah. and it's not very often that i've Think that you find something that you think that you were kind of here for and i you know that's truly how i feel you know like i'd always i'm always going to do sail training in one form or another whether mm-hmm. it's with you know hopefully the project will carry on but if it doesn't i'll still carry on because it's hugely rewarding massively and humbling as well so um, tell us a
0: bit more about some of that impact so you've just you've just gone around britain which is you know an, a massive achievement by any stretch of the imagination yeah. you've taken seven eight eight seven eight young people seven did you lose one no no we had one one
1: drop out the day before (laughs) we departed sadly but um yeah so that's why the numbers
0: (laughs) seven young people round britain yeah uh 49 days
1: days. um 1763.6
0: miles (laughs) yeah yeah utterly amazing and i've seen the photos and the videos you know it looks absolutely incredible tell us a bit more about the impact that creates and, and what what kind of journey the young people go through as they as they're kind of on on a trip like that? It's
1: it's really interesting. so when you're on board and you're in amongst it, you don't really see a massive. It's kind of the same kids, or well,
2: over time, isn't it? Yeah, you I mean, see that initially. Obviously, the first leg is always quite. There's a lot of in there yeah. and things like that. Um, it wasn't quite so much this time as the last time we did it, but because um, the conditions were better. Um, but yeah they're obviously it's a big change in the environment yeah. so what they're used to there's you know it very there's a lot of people in a small space um, so they're getting used to that and um, generally lots of different personalities on board and you know it just lear- yeah and stuff. so
1: they start learning to work together with each other and they form this really strong bond and you can see that happening really, really almost quickly, instant yeah. instantaneously almost because they're in this shared um Experience. Experience and then, so yeah, seeing that is is really empowering. And then and then they become more confident and they become more able. And then you throw a few more tasks at them and they just they kind of lap it up and they go with it. And and so by the end of it, they're navigating the boat, they're helming every twenty minutes, you know, swapping over steering the boat in in some quite challenging sea states.
0: And, um, and at night, and at yeah, night yeah. throughout
1: um, the night, yeah, yeah we do four hours on, four hours off, four hours on, four hours off. Um, and they're cooking for each other, baking bread when the boat is leaning over at 30 degrees. And it's just massively, it just, it's in, insane what you see them get up to and how they, and they just go, yeah, give, give me some more, give me some yeah, more. Yeah. And, and then when they get ashore and they kind of just know that they can achieve anything mm. because they've been, they've been given this, sorry. No, um,
2: no, no, I was going to say, it. it's just that they're, it's quite a safe space for them. So yeah. I think they none of them feel judged by each other. Um, And and the boat is built for teamwork, so everything is, like, built to encourage teamwork and working together and things like that. There's
1: not one job on the boat that takes one person. Mm. Everything is at least a two-person job.
0: And so do you think with every single young person that came through, did did you notice a difference between start and finish?
1: Yeah, without a doubt, yeah. Yeah, and some massively more than others and some is a subtle change, but that change will happen in six months time mm. or twelve months time yeah, a lot and
2: of changes happen
0: beyond when you yeah. in sailing. But yeah. And I and I was I was lucky enough to be here when you came in. We had a little flotilla of boats sort of oh, accompanying you in. It was amazing. Yeah. You know, seeing seeing the, 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 the young people who so on the boat dancing and having a great time and but you know, they, they look like um, yeah, they'd had such a fantastic yeah, experience, yeah. but also you just see how confident they looked. Um, without a doubt, yeah. And, and interestingly, sort of one of the mums uh, we were talking to, you know, had said, you know, immediately she knew there'd been a change. She'd spotted a difference, really,
1: like without, you know, yeah. yeah. It is, it's, it's amazing. It's absolutely amazing, and it is, and it hits so many, so many outcomes. So it's, it's, it's not just confidence. It's self belief. It's, it's kind of being able to chat communicate with people and and not be scared to communicate with people and not be scared to kind of go up to an adult or yeah. a teacher and go well hang on actually what about this or because they've kind of had to do it you know with people that don't know there's there's there were seven of them on board there were six adults one, two, three, yeah. six adults um, you know they've got to learn our little vagaries and our little things yeah. and you know and that that difference in age groups on the boat as well is is yeah, so the, it's so many soft skills that they get that is is just amazing. It's it's
2: yeah, cause a lot of pretty powerful. Think, think that we teach people to sail, Yeah, but that's actually what a by, by uh, byproduct. Sorry, of what we
1: do. Yeah, like sail training is the wrong is not, the wrong yeah. word for what we do, but it's the word that the industry uses. But it's it's not. It's yeah, we're not teaching them how to sell. That, that it is a byproduct of. They learn how to sell, but, but, but it's
2: not what we're.
1: Yeah, it's not what we're here for. Do. So, which is bizarre with the sailboat.
0: Given what you've said about how difficult it is to run um, as, as an enterprise, effectively. Um, what, what would you like to kind of see from policymakers, government, you know, anybody who could make a difference to the, to the world of sail training? I'd, what, what I'd like, yeah,
1: to so France for me is what the UK should be doing. So every school child in France goes sailing sailing is a massive massive national sport and and i think every young person in the uk should be given that opportunity to understand you know go sailing see what it's like you know and be thrown into that adversity and have to deal with it they've got to deal they can't escape it's a 57 foot tube or a 100 foot tube or whatever you know that they can't escape and they have to deal with those sort of things and and from there they become more confident more able and of course they're learning by stealth so you, you know they're learning maths english physics you know geography there's there's so many links to national curriculum that, that it's a bit of a no-brainer <laughs> for yeah. me and so that's what i'd like our country to do is that make sailing a a requirement for young people
0: and i love a bit of ambition yeah that, that's, <laughs> that, that's that's yeah, it, no it's guard. an amazing aspiration yeah. um but you know, perhaps more realistically, what what, what what would make a difference to you um, as an organization? What what do, what do you need? What do you need to make this more successful? Because ideally, you know, you, you being able to do this 365 days of the year would have massive impact, yeah. social impact, so what, yeah. what do you need to make that happen?
1: So we, we suffer from being very small. Uh, we are, Vic and I run the project, but we also have to work nearly full-time to financially support the project so if we could and ourselves obviously but um if we could sort of be busy if the project could be busier we could then um then dedicate more time to it because we could then start taking a wage and the project could start paying for itself um so for us as an organization we just need to be bigger Um, We need to reach more young people, reach more parents um, and do more sailing. Um, If we can fill the boat more, then the boat starts to pay for itself. That's the short term for us.
0: Yeah. Okay. Um, So spreading the word is is one thing. Yeah. Um, But you're at that kind of classic stage where you kind of it's difficult to jump ship from the from the from what's paying the bills to this which you know is making a real impact yeah so um some form of kind of investment or absolutely someone to recognize what you do yeah kind of yeah financially appropriately (laughs) yeah
1: yeah financially the boat also needs is starting to get to the point where she's going to need some significant money spending yeah um we spend ten thousand pounds annually you know, just on refitting various yeah. bits and bobs, if not more. Um, and th- we're going to need to start buying new sales. New... So, but with all that, yeah. so
0: we, you know, anticipating all that, you, there's still a business model that, that behind this that can Abs- stack up? Yeah,
1: absolutely. Yeah, yeah. So, it's,
0: it's that question of growth and, yes. and sort of yeah finding the time to make that work.
2: Yeah, yeah. So we're spread too thin yeah. at the moment, I yeah. think. Yeah. So, we try and, well, we, we do everything. So, we'll do the marketing, you know, get the volunteers um, do the actual sailing and all of the paperwork in the background. So yeah. everything, fixing stuff, literally yeah. Everything, yeah. Every fit, everything. <laughs> yeah, we've yeah. got some volunteers that, you know, obviously support us and stuff. Um, and you know, the local community have been absolutely amazing. Yeah. yeah. Um, Foy can't sing their praises enough. Like yeah. The world well, you saw the welcome that we had, yeah. um, when we came in that made such an impact mm-hmm. on the young people that we took sailing. Um, so yeah, I, I can't thank Foy for their you know, support
0: and and presumably um enough the you know knowing the impact this creates and if you can calculate that impact yeah is there a direct ask of people like the nhs um you know the education system to say um you know you 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 pay for places on our boat and you know we guarantee you um you know impact which will have you know potentially a cost saving to people yeah you know young people coming on here who perhaps um are at risk of exclusion or at risk of um issues with um you know mental health or yeah, whatever it that might that be there's costs well. to the taxpayer of all that isn't there Especially yeah So
2: post-covid i'd say because there's like we've already seen that there's been a massive impact on the young people that we're taking sailing um from covid um so yeah i think that would be you know
1: yeah from a social prescribing route mm. massively yeah and an interesting whole so um, Hull NHS Trust funded a sail training vessel and they bought a ocean racing 70 foot um, boat. So the NHS were hammered probably 2006, seven, eight ish. They they bought a sail training vessel and they saw a direct correlation to a lowered amount of GP and and NHS referrals yeah, yeah. because they were doing, they'd set up this project for six, so the people referred to them for a six week programme finishing yeah. on the boat you know and that sort of thing is, is has got massive impact
0: so that's and that's what they call social prescription yeah, isn't yeah it? so yeah. um preventative yes rather than yeah um sort of trying to deal with it after yeah, the yeah, yeah. after the case yeah um, and uh, we'll we'll be talking to another project later on in the series um Par track who are doing something similar where you know um people with with health problems are mm. referred from the gp mm. to the to the athletics track for you know sort of um, various yeah. things um, and that means they don't they don't go back on repeat visits to the GP yeah, as many yeah. times. So yeah, yeah, it makes absolute sense. Yeah. Um we've just got to try and help join all these dots yeah, up really yeah, so that yeah. you know, like commissioners understand it and, and have got the Yeah, ability the, trouble, to, the I think to the, go the, for it and take a bit of a risk. Yeah. The, even the, though it's not really a risk, because you, know yeah, you, know you know the results. Yeah absolutely, yeah.
1: I makes. think the problem that the NHS found obviously when they funded the the sailing project and they paid for it essentially. Is that there's this perception sometimes of sailing is is kind of you, you know so there is this perception sometimes of, oh you're just sending these kids yachting and well and I've you just, know and, and just that's an understanding we sitting, you I've know just,
0: like... yeah I'm just thinking as we we're sitting here in the sunshine yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah <laughs> in this beautiful yeah, place yeah, with this yeah. background and thinking if yeah. people looked at this they'd go oh, that's a nice life you've yeah. got yeah. a lovely yeah. life there haven't you sitting on a yacht all day yeah um but actually they couldn't be further from the truth yeah, you know what yeah. after what you've said you know you're working four days a week both of you um you know on on other jobs yeah you know it jobs in the legal sector yeah, yeah, yeah to pay the bills that cover this yeah so you know you're investing um you know you're a social Lots. investor <laughs> yeah. it's, <your> own, <laughs> it's you know, my yeah yeah which, absolutely which I, and i think that's what i wanted to do with this podcast series: yeah. shine a light on these sort of things because. Um, it's very easy for people to look at your lovely website, and it's really slick and it's great, and your branding and everything, and think that's an organisation doing really, really well. And you are doing really well in terms of the impact, but actually underneath, you know, all those little yeah, 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 people don't see away, that. Yeah, yeah. And, and it's hard, really hard, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, you, you know, the amount of problems you've had with the boat. Yeah, it's been alone,
1: tough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The four years of with fundraising for the rigging to be replaced. So that, that, you know, that was 2013 to 2017. Then we did a round Britain then with eight kids. And actually, interestingly, those eight, uh, four, five of them went into Marine careers. So wow. yeah, so that was pretty cool. Um, so yeah, those, and then, and then we kind of carried on operating and then we had three years of COVID and, you know, of forced not operating because of COVID. And yeah, so it's been a on, off, on, yeah. off. And then of course that doesn't help the project either because you kind yeah. of get some yeah, momentum and then, and then that momentum stops. Yeah. So, so just
0: what you said there in terms of career progression. So you've got the social impact, you've got people, you know, young people um, building confidence and all the skills that you get from being alone, but also they're potentially going into careers in the industry, yeah. in, in the same yeah. world, the maritime world. And that, you know, so um, there must be, maritime businesses out there who would really benefit and do yeah, benefit yeah. from the sail training environment. Yeah, yeah, so, absolutely. Yeah, so yeah, really, yeah. They, you know, some of them should be um, kind of perhaps getting a bit yeah, more involved and, yeah, and seeing yeah. the link and, and, you know, maybe, maybe yeah. even funding some of this. And we
1: have, we you know, we invite our young people back. So if they show Leadership Central, we invite our kids back yeah. and they then become watch leaders, mates, skippers. You know, ultimately I want a young person in five, ten years to be stood here going, mm. yeah, I'm the skipper, I know exactly what you're going through right yeah. now and no, and that yeah. becomes a very powerful model there yeah. because you've got everyone has been through it yeah and they understand it and they kind of get it so
0: yeah um so if you could do anything again what would you what would you do differently <laughs> if you could go back and do things differently what would you do or or actually do you just feel that the the whole experience has been a journey that actually you needed to go on or? i
1: wouldn't have paid for an office <laughs> for the first year that was that was a waste of money um I, uh, I don't know. It's, it's difficult to, to see. I think I would have set the staffing structure up differently. I would have paid for a, like a business development. A marketer when we first started would have made more sense, I think. Um, but it's, it's hard to know. You know, you set up these things, you're on a shoestring before you start. And yeah. then, you, you know, we technically broke even in our third year, if you take out the fact that we didn't take a wage, kind of. Um, and then, of course, the rigging happened. And, mm. yeah, so we're... You know, the model works, but yeah, I don't know. We, I, we need to be bigger, we need to be bigger than just the two of us. Um, you know, from a volunteer, you, we've got volunteer sailors that come and help us, but from a shore yeah, side thing, I think shores. we need more shore side support. You know, yeah, people yeah. Are helping with funding bids, people kind of helping with social media and, and marketing and getting us in past those gatekeepers that mm. kind of yeah, make network, it, people y- you know. network and
2: things like that. It's just, we, yeah, there's not enough time in the day to do all the things that we. Like want to do yeah
0: yeah and <laughs> um, i think so that i mean uh, and like we said earlier that's a classic thing for a lot of social social entrepreneurs yeah. social enterprises but if if the business model stacks up which you know um you, you've told me it does and i, yeah, <laughs> I don't believe yeah. you it's, 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 also, a bum, no, it, it's, it's a bums a, on seats, seats exactly and if you, uh, if number if you of fill voyages. all those places like yeah. you said yeah then it does stack up and yeah. you do take away from it yeah but um so therefore, you know, there, there may well be a kind of a social um, investment type route or, mm. um, you know, or, or even a sort of pay by results type route, which can yeah, help, yeah. you know, give you some of that capacity to help move it forward, which yeah. is what you sort of, sounds like you sort of sort yeah, desperately yeah. need.
1: It's that, it's that kind of chicken and egg thing, isn't it? It's like you want to spend more time on it, but you can't spend more time on it because... <laughs> Yeah, you, you, and it's like it gets so frustrating. You're like, oh come on, I just want to. <laughs> so you need a regular wage, don't you? That yeah, company is going to come in because else you can't
2: pay for other things. Yeah, well so, yeah, you like, can't pay for your own rent. Your and own you can't pay for so, the boat rent. Yeah, so you need kind of. But you're still here. Still here. After
0: <laughs> 14, 13 years. Was it that long? So 2010. <laughs> yeah. So you're still here after 13 years. Yeah. So that shows yeah. there is absolute resilience in in, in years. Yeah. Yeah, 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 Um, a couple, but also you know the the business has got resilience. Mm. So that's a you know great thing. Like I said, it's got a great brand. It's got um, a, a really strong sort of perception. Yeah. So um, there, there is no reason why it can't succeed. Yeah. Um, yeah I think you've got yeah. recently, you know, you've got some good people around you now. Yeah. Coming to a community yeah, awesome. like Foy yeah. and and really kind of embedding yourself in the community, yeah. I think probably is, is is a really good strategy.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. They get it here. They understand it. So. Yeah. You, you, Plymouth was okay as a base um great a very, sailing venue we too but small
2: for a, yeah we felt like a
0: yeah
1: like small fish small in a very big pond. Big, yeah.
2: big pond and i think yeah it's just the community just understand it here yeah. I think. yeah it's
1: smaller as well so it's a lot more people know you as people rather than yeah you know they'd look at whatever and when we were in plymouth so it was, it was always hard work in plymouth to get going and, and we tried our hardest but actually the move to here was by far the best yeah. thing that we've ever done for the project really
0: so hopes for the future
1: uh, <laughs> where do you want to be <laughs> for, so i yeah, my gone. blue sky is uh, a full boat doing at least a week-long trip every month with a couple of sort of weekends here and there and bits and bobs. one no, major expedition, an ex- every year. Yeah, an expedition every year um, um, and have
0: you got any big expeditions in mind any anywhere you want to go well but... there's a list <laughs> there's a list yeah there's a list Bahamas yeah, yeah no
1: but there has been a lot of talk about going somewhere hot next um yeah. rather than Scotland in April yeah um but uh which, yeah. which,
0: by the way, looked huge. absolutely stunning. Yeah, and stunning. Absolutely stunning. You know, yeah, I yeah. the youngsters absolutely yeah. love that. Yeah, it was amazing. Um, yeah,
1: so we might be doing something that we're coining the Celtic Six Nations next year. Right. Which is...
0: Sounds like a rugby... Um, <laughs>
1: well, yeah. But, uh, <laughs> tournament. Sort, sort of, to, you know, Cornwall, Wales, Isle of Man, Scotland, right. Ireland, France. Um, so we might do that next year. Um, and then the year after which is Helen's 40th birthday so as a boat she's always sail trained Um, so she's done over 100,000 miles and six and a half thousand young people so we we have people come up to us you know and say I sailed on that when I was 14 you know like (laughs) all the way around Britain it happened a couple of times amazing and um, so yeah so we've got to do something big for her 40th and I was talking with the idea of maybe Norway southern norway but i don't know if it's going to be right yet I, I you know we'll see and then ultimately long term i'd like two boats i'd, I'd like an ocean going
2: and to work boat. for the project full time and um, work for or the full time yeah, like put all of our efforts into the project would be amazing yeah but um
0: well let's yeah. see what we can do to help make that happen yeah and um hopefully there might even be the odd listener who you know can help yeah in the right direction yeah yeah what yeah. um if people want to go to a website so they can see what you do where, where do they go
1: um sailadventure.co.uk so yeah yeah, yeah. they don't have to spell more of our. Okay.
2: <laughs> and we're on all the sort of normal social media as yeah well. we've got um two instagram accounts more of our life and Morvar sailing um got our facebook. facebook group and TikTok. and your social media is brilliant really
0: <laughs> it's really good so, yeah. and some thank of the, you some yeah. of the images and videos are absolutely stunning
1: well it's important it sells the message it sells yeah, what yeah. we're doing and yeah, yeah. sells beautiful Anchorage's in
0: Scotland. <laughs> no, it's been re- well. It's been really interesting talking to you, and, and I hope you know. Hopefully, people listening will kind of, um, you know, uh, some of the challenges you've been through will resonate with people, um, but also see that just you know your resilience and and kind of keeping going. May- maybe, <laughs> maybe. And a lot of people say that social entrepreneurs are mad, yeah. you know, because yeah. they are doing something that you know the mainstream market can't do. They, you know, there's a reason there's not lots of corporate you know, uh, companies doing this sort of thing because it's hard and because it, it, um, you know, it, it does require investment and funding from, you know, places, (laughs) random places. So, um, yeah, it is hard, but you're doing an amazing job and it's making a huge difference. Yeah. yeah, Yeah. Yeah. Um, people will start to recognize that more and will start to kind of pay appropriately to, you know, get the benefit for communities that you, you bring.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's the hope. <laughs> That's the hope. <laughs> yeah. Right, brilliant. Thank you, Thanks, guys. Thanks, John. No, yeah, thank
0: you so much. Great chatting. Well, thank you for listening to that podcast um, with Matt and Vicky. really hope that you managed to get some really interesting um, pointers from what they were saying. Um, I think it was really interesting and, and sort of um, humbling in some ways to see a couple of people who are absolutely passionate about what they do um, but almost to the extent that you know it's having a real personal impact on their lives Um, they've put a lot of sacrifice and their own money into this organization um, and are yet to see that sort of come back Um, and on one level that's that's fine you know if that's if you have the means to do that but but uh, but these guys are really kind of um, working super hard to sort of um, make that work so you know having having Uh, you know normal day jobs and then trying to do this on top um, is really hard for anybody so you know absolutely utmost respect for um, people like this and there are so many people like this out there in the world um, and in the UK who are kind of running organizations and putting huge amounts of their own personal um, time and money into them um, with, with very little kind of return other than the immense satisfaction of seeing Um, you know lives changing um so i guess you know what conclusions can we draw from this well i've sort of gone through this in in my head a number of times and i'm going to continue to support matt and vicky on their journey Um, i quite often when i'm working with and supporting uh, organizations like this i kind of go back to basics and you know, my first question to Matt and Vicky was, so have you got a business model? Is there a business model that actually works here? And, and that doesn't need to be a business model that creates huge profit because we're not, we're not giving that to shareholders. We're not giving that to anybody else. Um, you know, obviously, we want it to be there so that it can be reinvested in the mission, in the social mission, um, but also um, come back to help um, you know, uh, pay back some of the personal financial sacrifice they've made. But um, you know, it is really important to understand whether there's a, a business model at the heart of this, um, uh, which would be very different if, if it was a, a charity and set up as a charity, uh, where you know there isn't necessarily a business case. Um, but what there is is a real social need that needs fixing. Um, in this case, we've got a social need, which is young people who perhaps require um, confidence building or new skills, or um, you know. Um, the, the kind of the confidence to try new things, um, and you know that's a very sort of charitable um, and, and social, um, you know, positive social outcome. But there is also a business model that does sit behind this. You know, if enough people um, can uh, can can sort of pay to go on trips, and there's enough people who can afford to pay the full cost, then that allows them to reinvest some of that into supporting people who can't afford that and and even you know within that business model um you know um, matt assures me that there is still plenty of scope then to um you know run the business as it would be um you know any normal business so taking a salary etc so i'm confident there's a business model behind it um, but what they need to do and the challenge for them is to extricate themselves from the daily jobs they've got the day job they've got and and to move across and that's the biggest challenge for all social startups or any startup really is that jumping ship moment um, how you create the space the capacity the money to actually um, be able to move into the project full time um, and, and when you can do that obviously then there's a massive sort of leap forward because you're able to um, do all the development work that needs to be done um, to really kind of get the project to take off so um, I think there are plenty of opportunities out there for them to be able to do that. Um, We just need to help them to capitalise on some of those opportunities. Um, But uh, if you've been inspired by the story, if you um, like what you hear, if you've got any questions, thoughts, suggestions, um, then please do uh, message us through the show. Um, Message us through all the social media channels um, for B Cause and uh, we'll, we'll put those to Matt and Vicky and hopefully help them to make even more impact. So thanks for listening. Um, please like and share the podcast and um, we can't wait to bring the next one to you.